Yeah, uh, so I think I think for me, the one of the big learnings that I always had is that wherever you're at you know if you if you basically think of yourself as you know in a smothered in gray clouds or or even if you're you feel like you're in the middle of a tornado or whatever um if you think of that in the real world right above that there is still the sun the stars the clear sky and those things always pass, right? And I would basically urge people to um, always understand that what they're going through, they are far from alone. There are literally hundreds of thousands of people in the world that are going through exactly what you are. Um, Probably the people around you, if you're anything like me, the people around you don't really understand at all what you're going through. They don't understand at all how to deal with you. Um, and don't take that personally, you know, um, just just accept that they weren't given a training in this either, right? Um, and so, yeah, please just try to take the perspective of, look, this is, a shit time that I'm going through right now, but it will pass. But not only will it pass, this experience will actually make me better than if I'd never been here. Like that, I will, I will, I will become a more valuable person and have more purpose in my life once all this passes, and once I get on that journey to. Uh, well-being and, and fulfillment you know it's 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 definitely out there for you um and the thing i would probably add to people that kind of are thinking about self-harm or whatever is it doesn't matter what your beliefs are what your faith is you absolutely have no idea no one has any idea about the rules of the universe, right? You could actually be making the the worst mistake of your life by actually going through with something like that, and not not only that, you you'll be a. It's not just you know. I, I know that people attempt things like this to lash out at other people, but there are literally dozens, or if not hundreds, of people are, that actually will be seriously impacted by um you not being here you know you you are you are actually loved and liked by many more people than you even can can imagine right now do you need encouragement to turn tragedies into your own triumphant life story if so this podcast is for you. for you. Listen to powerful guests who have persevered through challenges so you can gain strength to build your championship life. The host of Professor of Perseverance Podcast, Dr. James Perdue. Hey, welcome to the Professor of Perseverance Podcast. I'm Dr. James Perdue, the Professor of Perseverance. Today, we've got a topic here, a guy... He considers himself a beacon of resiliency and transformation. All right, he's overcome childhood trauma, business set- setbacks, suicidal attempts, 
and a near-death experience in an earthquake. I've never been in an earthquake. never felt the ground moving yet. So this would be, be uh, something to hear from him. He's gone on to surpass all the hardships and create his own app to help people here. So let's get going and get started here. Welcome to the show, Alan Cox. Hello, very pleased to be here. Yes, sir. I'm glad you're here and everything like this. And on the other side of the world there for me in New Zealand. So yep. we're glad you're here and glad all this internet stuff works. Absolutely. It's, pr- it's pretty incredible, isn't it? What what can take place nowadays? I tell you <clears> what, um, I tell people, of course, I'm in a wheelchair. I got my neck broke 40 years ago. I said, I think the, I- I'm glad I'm living in this time where we can do stuff like this and uh, 40 years earlier when they didn't have anything. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the, um, the thing that I'm most proud of uh, or pleased about is when you go to pay for something and there's no money in your account and right there on your phone, you can go and transfer it without <laughs> in about 10 seconds. That's, that's the thing I love. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, all right, Alan, appreciate you being here. So let's uh, go and, what I, what I normally tell people, you get started with your story and where you think we need to begin, and I'll hop in with you and give some questions. And if anybody pops in with us, I'll give them opportunity to ask questions. Oh, uh, so you want me to give my story? Yeah, go ahead and uh, put yeah, us where, okay. where what's going on and what happened and what got you here. Yep. Um, yeah, so like being 56 years of age now, it's – um. It's a it's a very long you know it's a quite a long story. Um, I guess I'll I can give a. I was going to say. A, uh, give I'll give a what, short. Well, I was going to say give, give us what we call here the Reader's Digest version. Yeah, I'll give you the Reader's Digest version, and you can <laughs> like drip, you can drill into any areas that you you want to. No there problem. You go. Okay. So um, I guess my struggles probably started you know at a time when I didn't really know I was having struggles when I was a very young child. You know, there was a lot of um, uh, trauma in my very, very early years. I, I think I was um, a child that wasn't really expected. Um, and, you know, my mum my in particular probably had um, a hard time with you know, it was a it was a real kind of problem having a child out of wedlock and all that kind of stuff. So I think that caused a lot of problems that kind of got taken out on me. Um, mm-hmm. And there was you know a, a reasonable amount of abuse in, in my uh, childhood as well. That led to me, um, you know, really having like social issues at school, really struggling through school. Um, and and then I think when I eventually became like in quotes an adult, and you you know you start having the um, you know the responsibilities of life on top of you as well as uh-huh. everything else. I think that's when the cracks really started to open, and I started um, you know getting real problems with things like uh, depression. Um, and looking back, you know, because my resilience was so low when when some life events happened to me, um, you know, I had a I had a, a new life kind of carved out for me in New Zealand that I was really looking forward to, and that kind of looked like it was going to be 
um, taken away from me because I had quite a bad back injury at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and at a time when you'd really want the support of your employer, they they went and made me redundant. And that, that led to me developing a, a chronic pain condition. Uh, wasn't able to walk for about a year. Anyway, I... And, and during that time, there was some really low points where, you know, there was uh, unfortunately suicide attempts and thank God um, they, they didn't succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, I eventually got out to uh, New Zealand to start a new life. Um, and I don't know if you remember the the years when the internet was just really starting to kind of take off. Um, but at a time when I, I already had two children and my wife was pregnant with uh, our third child and people said I was crazy but I I decided to go out on my own start my own uh, consultancy in the in the in the web era and um, and just as soon as I did that there was the dot-com crash um, so I had a wife at home with you know looking after the kids no income and then suddenly um, things went pear shaped for me, and and that kind of went, that kind of really put a strain on things. Just as I was recovering from that, um, there was the global financial crisis, which kind of it, it kind of like another thing that was like a major impact on on my life. Um, and again, you know, serious bouts of depression and what have you, and. Um, and then, then, yep, I th- you know, we're, we're talking about around 2012. Um, I had managed to kind of get myself back on my feet. Was um, I had a, a company with 12 people, uh, which has its own strains as well. And yeah, we was we really felt like we were starting to go places, right? And um, then I was, you know, went out to lunch one day, walking to my local sushi shop and then um and then the like the earthquake hit which is a yeah it was a, a it was an experience i wouldn't kind of put on anyone um and i came very close to being killed in that uh in that event um and i, I guess at a time when other people in a similar situation would have had to have taken time off work and so kind of psychologically recover Mm -hmm. um i had to basically jump into being a leader because our our office was basically trashed we we couldn't get access to our servers we had customers that while empathetic they wanted their stuff done you know oh yeah um and um and business the business environment in New Zealand just completely changed after the earthquakes. A lot of resources were re, you know, reassigned. We was doing a lot of work with um, like councils and government that got cancelled. Anyway, that, that ended up in me losing the business. I then had a um, major mental breakdown that um, was again a, a very horrendous experience. But but then. Um, that was basically the, the worst light time of my life, really. Yeah. Um, the prognosis wasn't good. And then just by chance, like an event happened that kind of turned the lights on for me and sent me down a new path. 
And that new path has led to me not only making a, a recovery, but basically making a transformation to a place where I think most average people are nowhere near. Um, and mm -hmm. the the rewards that that now gives me are just amazing. Um, and I've now basically dedicated my life to kind of getting as many people as I can to a similar position. And, and part of that uh, mission was the creation of our um, our app Ever Yellow, which is um, which I'm glad to say is helping you know many people around the world. There we go, awesome. So um, yes, early when you talk about the, your childhood and uh, being born out, uh, you say wedlock, and yeah, there's a little stigma. I don't know if it's quite as bad today. Uh, of course, back then, like I said, you're 56, I'm 59, and even back further is really unthought of. Uh, but um, yeah, even when we when kids, when we get that little trauma, a lot of trauma uh, going on, yeah, and then when we get these little wins in life, we kind of feel like we don't deserve it because we're not brought up to know that's good and mm -hmm. we don't deserve it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so from there. Now, yeah, you went through uh, several, and the again, I've never been through an earthquake. I had an opportunity to go through an earthquake. <laughs> now, the reason I say that is back in 1989, I was working at a travel agency, and there were some guys going to the uh, San Francisco Giants World Series, and they were looking for an extra person to go with them. Mm. And I'm in a wheelchair, and I was thinking it'd be great to go to the World Series because I'm a baseball guy. And I was going, but uh, I don't want to put them out with them having to push me everywhere because I didn't mm. know the people. But they were encouraging. But I, I mm. backed out. Sure enough, they were in that earthquake in the World Series. Oh, and yeah. I'm going, I'm glad I missed that boat <laughs> mm. on that part. So right. yeah. I, I, for anybody who's been through that, I uh, especially when it's real bad. Mm. Uh, wow. I mean, like mm. I said, I, I've never had my feet even shook uh, that I know of. So, but yeah. uh, you've been through, uh, you say 56, that's still a short time compared to life, you know, at uh, living to be 80 and 90. And some people's reaching that big century mark. Mm. What do you think has helped you persevere through all this? What has helped you look on the other side and say, I know there's better. I know I need to keep going. I know I need to get out of this. Um, I think at the time you don't need, in my case, at least I didn't really, I didn't really see myself as persevering. I, I mean, I, I remember, I remember talking to telling like a counselor, my whole story once and, mm -hmm. and and she like laughed and said like I'm surprised you're even alive Alan and um and I think I think it's just maybe a, a just a, a human trait that um you know you're, you're born to survive right and um in my case at least I, I I don't think I consciously thought come on Alan keep on going it was more that I had responsibility you know I had my children my family and that mm -hmm. kind of thing there's another two other women I had interviewed and they said they were thinking they didn't actually attempt with thinking suicide. And both of them said, like you just said here, the children, she couldn't, she couldn't leave that burden for them to grow up and know their mother had done that. And, yeah. and so 
essentially the children saved her life, you know, yeah. their, their life. So yeah, I, I agree with you. If I, I don't have any children, I don't have anything, uh, but uh, I would think I would not want to leave that on their conscious to think and remember the last thing of dad is, is, you know, he, he left us behind like this. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, hey, I think if anybody before going any further, if anybody having any type of suicidal thoughts and everything like that, be sure we learned this in just two episodes ago. Uh, um, gentleman was telling us you dial nine, eight, eight, nine, eight, eight. And that'll get you to a, a suicide helpline and a, uh, or you can text nine, eight, eight. And it's that simple. You don't have to do it one eight hundred whatever whatever nine eight eight. If you get any suicidal thoughts, anything, please reach out to somebody and let them help you. All right, Alan. Um, so now you've you've been through the what you, we would consider the worst, and we know life comes and goes, and we're going to get hit with something later on. But you have built up this I can beat this thing repertoire here of mentality and you just better preparing yourself for the next thing yeah so the so what basically happened for me was like i i was in this position where mentally you know you you're just in this like gray fog you you just Mm -hmm. you're not even really thinking properly anymore right and um i use the analogy of being in like a a pitch black tunnel, not even knowing which way was out, whether there even was a way out. Right. And what, what happened either by chance or whatever it is a a program came on TV and I would highly, although it's a bit dated, I would highly recommend that anyone, whatever your situation uh, watches it um, and it's available it's for free on YouTube right it's it's a BBC program called uh, the truth about depression right mm-hmm. now now before before I had before I watched that program I had this sense that I'm I'm just broken that's just the way it is. I will always be like this and I don't I don't want to live like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um but what what that program showed me was a few things that were really really important, right? Um it showed me that having lived a long time with you know low resilience um depression or whatever all these things mixed up mm-hmm. what it showed me is that there are actually physical changes that go on in your brain like your hip- hippocampus would be shrunk by 20 30 percent and chemicals are doing all different things that they should oh, yeah. be oh yeah oh yeah um th- and and because if you've been like this for a long time because of this thing called neuroplasticity, your your brain your brain's kind of operating system or computer program would have been structured in a way that basically sees the world as far worse and harmful than what it actually is, and that the way you, and the way you think about things, the way you feel about things, are all a result of this kind of 
programming that's been laid down over many years. Um, so first of all, that gave me that was like a like a thunderbolt of realization that thought, oh my God, it's not just me being broken. Like there is actually this this is as real as someone having diabetes or mm -hmm. something like that. Oh yes. Right? Oh yes. And um and and secondly, what it also showed, and and by the way, there's like I'm quite a visual person, and it showed these amazing kind of graphics and computer generated stuff that re really showed how all of this stuff works. And what it also showed me is all of this stuff, even your shrunken hippocampus, can all come back to normal relatively quickly if you do the right things. And so going back to that analogy of being in this black tunnel, a light went on, right? It's like I, I, I could see this faint, like I, I didn't suddenly go from being seriously unwell to well, but it was like, it was like a spark came on that said, ah, there is a way out. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that really is what sent me on my journey, you know, and, um, I, I just started taking an interest in learning about, you know, we, we really should have an education about our minds at school when we don't, right? We learn more about, you know, social science, history, and religion than we that we do about the most important thing, you know, to our to our well being, right? Um, and so I, 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 at the time, I couldn't even read very well, so I went to YouTube and I started, you know, type searching for things like neuroplasticity, hippocampus, amygdala, and you you go on this like you go down this like positive rabbit hole, if you like, where you just suddenly start understanding yourself. And I, I think one of the biggest problems a lot of us have is we don't understand ourselves and we, we, we look at our life experience as, as um, something much more darker and bleaker than what it actually, what it actually is. Oh yeah. Uh, I've got two other podcasts I had, two different people made the same same comment basically and you're you're just suggesting is that uh we need to know our own bodies better than the doctor does you mm. know so many of us listen what the doctor says going on instead mm. of us telling him what's going on yeah. or telling her what's going on and how we're feeling not feeling and so yeah we need to know ourselves better than than our own physicians. And so, yeah, like you said, we, we need to know more about our own physiology, make, make makeup to learn yeah. what we can do to help ourselves and the body. If caught in time, cause there is that point of no return in some things, if caught in time, it can go back and heal itself. Like you said. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, the the the, mar the marvelous thing for me is that on on the one hand it it might feel that it's just too big and too much you know like there's just so much to learn and and mm -hmm. like i'm i've been on this path for 10 years now 
and I'm still learning new things every day, right? But the way I look at it is that, like, wherever you are in your journey, like, even things, even if things are kind of as bad as they can be, if every single every single time you learn something and t- it, it basically is is building you up that one one extra piece and and you and you really feel it you know like if um every time you you know understand a new concept you know like let's just just look at an example let's say um um you learn about how to not take offense for example right and then mm-hmm. you can like you can draw there's um there's drawings from psychology or stoicism or whatever but just that one thing that that's one thing out of 10,000 things that you can learn but just learning that one thing can have an amazing impact right oh, you yeah. know you, you you feel like you've you've got an, an like i i kind of see it like you've got these you've got this armor of and it's made up of a thousand pieces of kind of miniature superpowers right and every every nugget of every new tool that you learn every new understanding that you get you're just adding an extra superpower right so it's it's not a big thing at all you know you you just you just go on a, a, a path that um you you feel yourself moving towards a like a, a better place. I'm thinking of Legos. Mm. Every every piece of Lego is building that armor, you know, for your protection. Yeah, so exactly right. Like, you know, you think of a little piece of Papa Lego in place, and then you're building on that. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. We, yeah, this is a uh, yeah. I'm like you. The mind's got a lot. We we know a lot about the mind, but there's so much we don't know. And the more we can continue, and like I said, we don't have to learn all this in 10 minutes. It's taking you 10 years, you know, to get mm. as far as you, and you know, you're still not done. And so, yeah, mm. so don't get overwhelmed by trying to do too much. Start with something little with you, something that may, maybe there's something big and you want to change. And again, that, that change may take eight months mm. to learn what you need to do. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with you. We need to try and improve ourselves as as much as we can throughout life. We'll be help, uh, happier, healthier, and uh, our, our own family, at least, uh, like us better. Maybe not nobody else in the world, but at least our own family would, I hope. Yeah. And if I, if I could just add there that when I had my mental breakdown um, and just like, – I, I didn't know what a mental breakdown was, but basically mm-hmm. – um, it's when your your mind is is such a in such a kind of risky position that the brain actually shuts down parts of your body, if you like, that it doesn't really need. It, like it needs to recover. So, like in my case, I couldn't walk very far. I I could only function awake for about two hours at a time. Mm-hmm. All these kinds of things. Anyway, um, I had been told that it'd be at least one year before I could think about um, entering back into the workplace, even part-time. Yeah. Now, I just want to get back to that kind of journey and, like, um, address that, like, lifelong learning kind of thing. Just just by going on that 
what well, after watching that TV program and then starting to, you know, in, instead of say doom scrolling on social media, um, I would be watching YouTube videos and things like that. And and um, and there's there's these wonderful kind of motivational compilations that like they they mix up um, all these motivational quotes from people like um, Wayne Dyer and. Anthony Robbins, all these different people to lovely mm-hmm. music and sound. You start listening to this stuff, right? And I I basically got back to work full-time, not part-time, full-time within three months, right? And so, you know, I, I just want to kind of get that across that you can you can if if you do the right things, if you if you if you plant the right, if you feed your mind with the right food and content, you can make a, a, a actually a, a huge transformation within a very short period of time. And then and then the rest is just kind of layers of icing on the cake. That's, that's <laughs> the way I see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um Alan, I attempted it's been nearly 15 years ago, but I attempted suicide three times in three days, how bad I wanted out. And they mm. found me the last time uh, sucking carbon carbon monoxide out of the my van with the garage door shut, and was in the hospital for seven weeks. Here's what I had to learn from from all this is, uh, like you're talking about, feed your mind not only just the right nutrients but also the right content uh, there. Yeah. What I had to learn uh, from them because when I was growing up. If you talk to, if you heard of someone talk to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, we'd go, man, they're crazy. You know, we're crazy. Well, after you live through a suicide attempt, they make you see psychiatrists or psychologists. And it was the best thing for me because it made me understand as an athlete, I tried to keep my body in the best physical peak that I could to participate. Wherein we also need to have our minds in the right peak. And that's taking in the correct content, the correct nutrients, opening up to get some of this garbage out of your head to someone you can trust uh, mm-hmm. from there. So I, I, I had to learn that what we call the hard way. And yeah. so that's, you know, I would tell people, don't be afraid to open up to somebody. Yeah. You know, find somebody that you can trust. that's not going to stab you in the back. A preacher, minister, a coach, a mentor, again, a counselor, um, psychologist, psychiatrist, your spouse, somebody that you know that you can trust, and they're gonna their their goal is to find the best help for you as possible too. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. All right, Alan. Hey, this has been good. Let's go ahead and uh, talk a little bit. To which is ever yellow you're talking about? Uh, you mentioned earlier, and I see it up here on your screen. And um, tell us a little bit about this app. It, uh, you've come up with yeah so so the problem I, what what i unf- i unfortunately discovered so when when i was going through you know um various parts of my life i i, I tried various apps right um you know meditation apps and all different mm-hmm. kinds of mental well-being apps and none of them worked for me and i thought that was my problem right um and but I later discovered, and, and anyone can go out and Google this. Um, I later discovered there's been multiple research studies done on like these 
you know, plethora of mental well-being apps, and there's no evidence that any of them actually work in any meaningful way. Okay. Um, and, and I also discovered that over 96% of them are deleted within the first two weeks, right? And and that was a real shock for me because I'm thinking there's there's literally, you know, billions of people in the world that could do oh, yeah. with a boost, boost in their mental well-being, mm-hmm. but these tools aren't helping them. So... So look, that that's really why I kind of wanted to do something about it. I, I wanted to create an app that was really, really easy, uh, was enjoyable. That, this is the this is the big thing. Um, you need to enjoy to spend time with it, um, and and it needs to work. Um, so so basically, whatever yellow, it works on a principle called. Um, mental conditioning right so we get we get conditioned mentally all throughout our lives uh, mostly in a negative way right exactly um, but, but, but but we we reverse that you know we use a, we use a framework from positive psychology for the content and and you basically download the app um it's free uh, you, you can use it for free forever by the way um and you answer some questions so that we get to understand like where you're at with your mental well-being, you know, like if everyone has different areas of their mental well-being that they're strong or weak in. And then to use the app, you just open it, press play. You don't have to think, right? You just press play and you and every time you press play, we we auto-generate these really nice sessions for you which combine um, narrated messages like coaching, guidance, mm-hmm. motivation, a lot a cr- with a backdrop of music and sound, and you you can customize that experience to you. You can you can turn down the voice. You can change the music to be, you know, okay. peaceful piano or lo-fi hip hop or whatever your thing mm-hmm. is, um, and. Yeah, it, it really works. You know, like we we've gone through over a year of um, validation testing, um, and yeah, o- over seventy eight percent of people that use the app um, report significant like shift in their mental well being within a week of using it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's, well, that's kind of how it works. You're personally branding it to that that person. Again, if they yes. can change their music, they can change the how how high or low they want the voice or the sound to be, and yeah, so they give them a little person personal. And you know as well as I do, when you're just in the normal exercise routine, if you find something boring, you're not going to stick with it long. So you need That's to right. get an exercise that you find fun. You'll stay with it longer. So this app that you're talking about, find it more uh, again where it's personal to the people they're liable to hang into it a little longer yeah and it, and it's not only personal in terms of the um like how the experience but uh, your let me just quickly say this your, your your mental well-being is there's there's a number of pillars that all combine to um form your overall well-being if you if you think of like the um, pillars holding up this big mantle, right? Your mantle is this is your overall well-being. But then, you know, like one pillar is um, experiencing positive relationships. Another one is 
uh, growth and achievement. Another one, mm -hmm. you know, that, that you know. So there's there's about ten of these, right? And everyone will have strengths and weaknesses that yeah. are completely different to mm -hmm. anyone else. So it's it's kind of you kind of have like a like a well being profile that is uniquely you. Um, so what a lot of people say is like the app really feels like it knows them. You know, like we 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 know your personality type, so we deliver content that is right for you. It's right for you know, so it's 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 personal. It's personalized in a, a, a very deep way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's. Uh, uh, I mean, I think it's it's good overall. Yeah, I think it's amazing with technology. You're allowed to do that for each person. You know, yeah. with the technology. So we mentioned earlier how technology is really moved along and i'm glad for it so mm. all right alan hey i appreciate our time together and um and uh, evergreen anybody get a chance uh, go get you an evergreen app give it a shot give it a try so alan go ahead and tell us um your social medias and how to uh, go about uh, your app um yeah so on on, on facebook instagram um tiktok um we're basically at ever yellow app um and that you know so that that's where we are uh, you can go to our website everyellow.com um the the app is available for free uh, in both of the app stores so if, if you want to just go and download the app now you, you can go and go and grab it for free um and that's where we are yeah all right now you said you can use it for free is there a up charge later if somebody you know do you get more if you pay for something yeah so, you said, so you said they can use it for free forever i'm just wondering is yeah of, yeah of course okay. so 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 there's there's a there's a premium version that has additional content and features yeah um you know but basically what the way we operate we're, we're an what we call an impact enterprise so our primary mandate is to help as many millions of people as we can that you know profit is secondary uh, whereas that's actually reverse in, in well, most other companies still, still uh, got to feed the family yeah um so yeah what i guess what my message would be is if if you if money is a problem then the free version of the app is still comprehensive um, and by the way all of the all of the all of the testing that we've done with our research studies they've all been done with the free version of the app right um but it, yeah, if if you are in a position to pay, um, then obviously you know please do so because that that really helps us um, deliver more for everybody. Exactly. Good. All right, Alan. Uh, well, we're going to finish off here. This is, I'm glad we got to meet and talk with you. you no, it's been, just, it's been wonderful. You've been a. Uh, uh, I'm glad I've got to meet the Alan that's gone through the rough spot, and I'm getting to see the shiny side of the diamond now than the, the rough pressured coal at the beginning. So uh, I'm glad we got to meet. So, Alan, if you don't mind, you know there's people that are hurting and struggling out there today. And if you can leave us with a positive message, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think for me, the one of the big learnings that I always had is that wh wherever you're at, you know, if you if you basically think of yourself as – you know, in a smothered in gray clouds, or or even if you're you feel like you're in the middle of a tornado or whatever, um, 
if you think of that in the real world, right, above that, there is still the sun, the stars, the clear sky, and those things always pass, right? And I would basically urge people to um, always understand that what they're going through, they are far from alone. There are literally hundreds of thousands of people in the world that are going through exactly what you are. Um, probably the people around you, if you're anything like me, the people around you don't really understand at all what you're going through. They don't understand at all how to deal with you. Um, and don't take that personally, you know, um, just, just accept that they weren't given a training in this either, right? Um, and so, yeah, please just try to take the perspective of, look, this is a shit time that I'm going through right now, but it will pass. But not only will it pass, this experience will actually make me better than if I'd never been here. Like there, I will, I will, I will become a more valuable person and have more purpose in my life once all this passes, and once I get on that journey to uh, well-being and, and fulfillment. You know, it's 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 definitely out there for you. Um, and the thing I would probably add to people that kind of are thinking about self-harm or whatever is. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are, what your faith is. You absolutely have no idea. No one has any idea about the rules of the universe, right? You could actually be making the the worst mistake of your life by actually going through with something like that. And not not only that, you you'll be a. It's not just you know. I, I know that people attempt things like this to lash out to other people but there are literally dozens or if not hundreds of people that actually will be seriously impacted by um you not being here you know you you are you are actually loved and liked by many more people than you even can can imagine right now hey man brother i appreciate it hey i like it uh when you say when you're going through the shit show we don't get a guideline. We don't get a book of how to handle this to go through it. And mm. like you said, don't get mad if someone in your life doesn't understand it. It's because they don't understand it. They're not through it. And mm. I like I like that advice. That was, that was real good. So, yeah. all right, Alan, thank you for being here. Hey, everybody go back and get you an Ever, um, Ever Yellow app and uh, give it a try. See what happens and everything. Alan, thank you for being here. We're going to move on. Hey, uh, everybody else, I'm Dr. James Perdue, the Professor of Perseverance. Thank you for coming on the Professor of Perseverance podcast. Do something today, tomorrow, something next week that's going to help you persevere past your paralysis. Thanks for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. For motivation, inspiration, and encouragement. For more information, go to Facebook at Professor of Perseverance. Visit the website at ProfessorofPerseverance.com and view the YouTube channel, Dr. James Perdue, Professor of Perseverance.